Good morning. Four of Loudoun's Democrats in the General Assembly were back in town this weekend to talk about what they've been up to this year. So yeah, what's up with those guys? For Tuesday, February 27th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com slash advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com slash advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Well, last week, the General Assembly passed the halfway point of this year's session, and four of Loudoun's Democrats in Richmond were at town hall meetings this weekend taking questions. Delegate Wendy Goditis took questions at a town hall Saturday morning in Leesburg, and Delegates David Reed and John Bell took questions in Brambleton in the afternoon. Senator Jennifer Wexton was at both. Much of the conversation circled around gun safety legislation and a new willingness among some Republican members of the House of Delegates to consider expanding Medicaid in Virginia. Members of Moms Demand Action were at both meetings, and teachers and parents pressed the delegates on what they've been doing on gun control and keeping guns out of schools. Wexton said the National Rifle Association's influence in Richmond, particularly among Republicans, has in the past been impossible to overcome. But, she said, after years of inaction, even in the wake of mass shootings, even one here in Virginia at Virginia Tech, this year she has seen more advocacy for gun safety legislation than before. Each legislator had stories of gun control legislation being killed in the General Assembly, sometimes right in front of mass shooting survivors and families of gun victims. But still, despite dramatic changes in the House of Delegates after last year's elections, Republicans still control slim majorities in both houses. On the topic of expanding Medicaid in Virginia, Bell and Reed advocated for the House's Medicaid expansion. They pointed to the increase in state revenues it would bring, the number of people it would cover, and the hospitals that might not be operating at a loss anymore. Accepting more federal funding for Medicaid would pump more than $3 billion into the state budget, expanding health coverage to more than 300,000 uninsured Virginians. The House bill also includes some work requirements for Medicaid recipients. That also frees up funding the House has put toward, among other things, 2% raises for teachers. But the Republican majority in the Senate still resists expanding Medicaid. As a result, the two-chambers version of the state budget are mismatched to the tune of more than $600 million, in large part attributable to the differences over Medicaid. The two chambers will have to reconcile those differences before passing a budget. And they also talked about the General Assembly's attempts to rein in Dominion Energy, which as a result of a rate freeze back in 2015 has seen millions in extra profits. As a regulated monopoly, the state is supposed to keep oversight over Dominion's rates, but gave up that authority until 2020 when they gave Dominion the rate freeze. Dominion is estimated to have overcharged Virginians by hundreds of millions, but the precise figure is known only to the company. The legislators pointed toward their work to stop double-dipping, which is when the company reinvests extra profits back into the company to make yet more profit, and toward work to get the utility to return some of that money to ratepayers and build more renewable energy generation. 
Anyway, now that we're past the halfway point of this year's session, each chamber will take up the bills passed by the other, the bills that are reconciled with their counterparts from the other chamber, and signed by Governor Ralph Northam will go into effect July 1st. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the wait list at Loudoun's charter schools is continuing to grow. Loudoun's charter schools in two of the county's smallest and oldest public school buildings are seeing more students apply than they have space to enroll, pretty dramatically in fact. Middleburg Community Charter School in its fourth year and Hillsborough Charter Academy now in its second year have seen interest growing since they've opened. Already 152 students have applied to go to Middleburg Charter next year, and 106 have applied to go to Hillsborough Charter Academy. Hillsborough only has 34 openings. And there's still time for more applications to come in. Hillsborough's application deadline is March 2nd, and Middleburg's isn't until March 20th. Both schools will then have lotteries to decide which students get in. The rest will go on a wait list in the order they applied. Ironically, the school system was looking at closing those two buildings six years ago because of low enrollment. Hillsborough Elementary had just 66 students in 2016, and Middleburg Elementary had 59 students in its last year in 2014. But that was what prompted the parents and teachers around there to make committees and apply to turn those into public charter schools. The idea was that a charter school, although it's still tuition-free and publicly funded, has more flexibility in its curriculum and can offer more of a magnet school-style thing. And that worked. Both of them had allowed open enrollment for years but didn't have much luck attracting students from outside the area. Both are way out near the edge of the county. Now that they're charter schools, students are coming from Ashburn to go to school there. Hillsboro has a curriculum based on science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics, and project-based learning, and a longer school day. Middleburg has a longer school year from the first week of August to the first week of June, and it also has a focus on science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics, and has enrichment classes for all students during fall and spring breaks. Loudoun County's charter schools are tuition-free, publicly funded schools, but operate fairly independently of the county school system. They're run by their own boards of directors that oversee their budgets and their hiring process. The schools are open to any kindergartner through fifth grade student living in Loudoun. Speaking of students, a senior at Briarwoods High School is one of eight finalists in the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles Take Action Against Distraction License Plate Art Contest. Stephanie Schmidt's plate design asks, is it worth a life? And includes an X through French fries, soda, and a smartphone. The background of the plate is covered in texting acronyms and abbreviations like LOL and YOLO. The license plate art contest was launched by former delegate Thomas Tag Greason after five-month-old Tristan Schultz was run over and killed while being pushed in a stroller by his mother. It's for students in grades 9 through 12 and meant to raise awareness about the consequences of distracted driving. Obviously, this would be back when YOLO was still more of a thing people were saying. We've got the link on our website to go vote for your favorite. And Leesburg-based Fish Me has been bought by a private equity consortium in a deal that valued the company at $400 million. The company has also changed its name to CoFence. The company is a provider of human-driven phishing defense solutions. This would be phishing as in on computers and your email with a PH phishing. It was founded in 2008 by Roit Balani and Aaron Higby. The company has customers in more than 50 countries, and now the backing of private equity firms BlackRock and Pamplona Capital Management. The company has reported about 80% compound annual growth in its revenues over the past four years. 
Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, the All Ages Read Together Readathon continues today. By encouraging a love of reading, the Readathon raises awareness and money for All Ages Read Together programs in Northern Virginia. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to educating children in need with free preschool programs in their communities. Today's reading is at 10 a.m. at St. Matthew's Episcopal Church in Sterling, 11.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. at the Fields of Leesburg, and 12.45 p.m. at Cascades Library in Potomac Falls. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, get all the necessary approvals from your local HOA or Board of Architectural Review or whoever else is telling you what to do in your yard, and then paint it on the front of your house to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it will be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. <laughs>